Welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Meg, and I'm here with both Eli and Emily because this is an emergency episode wherein we will be discussing Jen Shaw's six and a half year sentence. Oh, you did spoiler alert. I don't want to bury the lead. <laughs> I'm a journalist. So, emergency podcast. Um, Eli, what do you make of this? With that, that's a big, broad question. Uh-huh. What do you want to know specifically? I mean, is this what you were expecting? This is uh, exceed your expectations? No, it, it, this is less time than I... So the last time we recorded was right after uh, she they entered the plea deal. And if you recall at the time, they entered a plea deal uh, uh, within the recommended like 11 to 14 year range. And I think at the time I said... Uh, what that means is that the prosecutors have agreed not to seek more than 14 years. My guess is that the judge is going to end up around like 11 or 12. Mm. So this is she's getting significantly less prison time than I was expecting. When I saw six and a half years, I was like, OK, that's that's not a bad day for Jen Shaw, actually, compared to what I thought was going to happen. She she does have five years of supervision after the six years. So I guess when you add those together, that comes out to about the right amount of time that I thought she would be. Okay, so about serving. eleven and a half years. Yeah, right? but she's only going to be in prison, um, in theory, for six and a half years. But when is she eligible for parole? That's an answer I, I can't know. find the or question. I can't find the answer. I don't know. I, okay. I I don't know. And maybe maybe it's earlier uh, than six and a half years. Um, but even still, I had had in my mind like she's fifty, right? About fifty years old. Forty nine. Yeah. And so I had had in my mind, like, oh, she's going to be in prison until her early to mid-60s. Nah, she's, like, out, like, 55, 56. That's not terrible. I mean, it's not great. She's going to look terrible, though. Sorry. (laughs) This woman has so much active cosmetic procedures done. No shade. But I am saying she's going to look like a deflated ball. (laughs) Well, maybe. Um, Um. I did read online, take it for what it's worth, because I'm a nobody, that the probation offer good behavior is not something the federal prison system does as often as other, like in local, you know, state yeah. prisons. So they're saying the best case scenario for a federal inmate would be to get less than 15% of his or her sentence slash through good time credit. So not a ton. Yeah, so that's enough. only like a year, if that, right? Yeah, that's consistent with what what I've always heard, um, like getting out for good behavior is more of a state thing typically. So I don't know. It may, it may be pretty likely that she serves close to the six and a half. Wow. Wow. This is what I was expecting. Six and a half. It was. Yeah. Um, (coughs) shout out to friend of the show, Jean Paul, who is a defense attorney. He said, I bet she'll get about six and a half, seven years. Oh, when did he say that? Uh, when I got Botox on Tuesday. Okay. So th- this is, I did not know this until today. Um, they, you know, they filed their papers. I know we're going to talk about it over the last month, yeah. um, arguing about what the appropriate sentence would be. The probation division filed its own um, document recommending, I think, six years. So I think 78 months was their recommendation. That's 72, maybe. It was around that six years. Yeah. Um, so if I had known that, I would have probably said, okay, so her attorneys filed something saying we would like uh, three years. Uh, prosecutors came down after the probation division filed its six-year recommendation and said, okay, let's do 10 rather than the 11 to 14 that we had initially yeah. kind of said we were going to shoot for. And so 
the probation division kind of meets in the middle, which I think is it was all set up very purposely for that reason. Sure. And it was very clear at the beginning of the sentencing hearing today, Judge Stein said, um, I think 10 years is too much. I also think three years is way too little. And it was like, OK, you're going to end up with the probation division recommendation. Yeah. So let's talk about those recommendations. So in the weeks leading up to this, both sides filed their submissions. Forgive me. I don't know the appropriate court terminology. Um, the prosecution asked for 10 years um, and they included five before not seen uh victim statements, testimony, mm-hmm. um, that were pretty devastating. One woman lost $100,000, contemplated suicide, is in medical bankruptcy because of this. Um, the Jen's attorneys recommended three years. Uh, her statement was wild. Mm. They said that she's an advocate for marginalized people, often the only voice in Utah speaking out on behalf of these populations. And I'm like, excuse mm-hmm. me, who is this Jen Shaw? Because she is not the Jen Shaw we've seen on the show. Well, that's your mistake because she's not a reality star. She's Jennifer Shaw. Sure. You must have gotten them confused. Sure. Her The excuses she made, I didn't read the document she filed, but uh, they did talk about that during the hearing today. And she gave a statement and the excuses she made for herself were infuriating. And I'm going to go on record again. I don't watch the show, so I don't I'm not familiar with her like show personality. I have been on the record of like feeling kind of bad for her. Like she did a bad thing, but like this really sucks. But when when she gave her statement today, which is supposed to make you more sympathetic for her, like that's the whole purpose of her statement is like, judge, feel bad for me and don't give me as much time. By the time she finished her statement, I was like, give her 14 years. Like, I was so annoyed because she said she made multiple excuses. She said, you know, actually, um, I have some mental illness, but now I'm on medication and now I understand what I did was wrong Mm -hmm. as an excuse for like why I've never shown remorse before until like literally as I'm standing in the court right now today, which is like, that's disgusting. Claiming to be an an advocate for marginalized groups in Utah. LGBT. She said LGBT specifically. And I'm like, ma'am. No, she's not. And and also, even if she is. That's irrelevant. Totally. Like, that is totally irrelevant to to what she did to these people. And then her attorneys tried to argue multiple things that were insane to me. One of them was they they were like, you know, part of her business, though, was very noble. And the judge, like, would not let them have it. It was like, no, none of this business was noble. Like, you have not shown us a scrap of evidence to, to make me think that this was a legitimate business or, like, did any good. Right. Um, they also made this infuriating argument that, well, you know, she shouldn't be held as accountable because actually Jen Shaw never communicated with the victims. They don't even know who she is. Right. And the judge was like, that it literally said that argument cuts against you guys. The reason why they don't know who she is is because she was on top of right. the pyramid and like never had like she was training people to do the scams like this is really bad. In fact, one of the most um, stark statements that the prosecution made was that she is the most culpable person in this case she was the ringleader right and she tried to paint this picture of just being like going along with an already existing scheme but she was in charge mm-hmm. um they, i also thought it was interesting because that u.s attorney was like not it's not like she was just sending computer files like she was laughing mm. about text messages about defrauding these people 
Like, she was not like, oh, whatever, I didn't know what my misfits was doing. Like, she was actively making fun of their stupidity. There, there was a text that they read where she said something to the effect of, to, to one of the people who was in this business with her, did you get the 80-year-old to stop crying, LOL. Yeah. And it's like, th- this is something I didn't really understand until today and that the prosecutors talked about is they said, like, this is not a woman who showed remorse at any point up to getting caught. And by the way, she's also done a really crappy job showing remorse since then. Right. Like, oh. all sh- like yeah. how hard is it, you know, after the plea deal to be like, OK, I need to I have, you know, six, eight months until sentencing. So I need to get as much information on the record that my attorneys can use to show that I feel really bad about this. But she spent the last six to eight months like not doing that and raising money off of this. Like she's selling merch, selling merch. Yeah. That says free Jen or like Jen Shaw, justice for Jen Shaw. Or yeah. Whatever. And they also pointed to her uh, season two tagline. The only thing I'm guilty of is being Shaw amazing. And Jen today said they wrote that for me. I didn't write that. But it's like, Jen, you still you, said you read it. it. You were on the show. Glee, by the way, you happily said it. This is I I know I'm I sound like a broken record on this, but once again, I'm just going to say I do not understand how her attorney allowed her to continue to be on this stupid show. Because I'm telling you, if I was I'm not a criminal defense lawyer, whatever. But if I was representing this woman, I would have immediately been like, "You're not doing the show anymore." And if you insist on staying on the show, you need to find another lawyer because I'm not putting up with this. And she shows up on the show and it just like makes it makes the case so difficult for her. And that came up multiple times today. She she went in in defense mode about like, "I'm not really that person that's on the TV." And it's like, "You could you guys not have foreseen that she was going to have to come in front of the court and look terrible about all the stuff that she's done on television since the uh, the plea deal was entered and have to defend all of that? And, like, it's just insane to me that they allowed this to happen. Like, it probably would have been a lot easier for her if she just went quietly away and then, you know, tried to, like, get some money to pay restitution and and post occasionally about how bad she feels about it online. Like, that would have made today so much easier for them. Absolutely. And I, you know, I was only reading what was happening. I really wish I had been there. I regret not going out. The sense I was getting from the live tweets and the live blogs was that her lawyer is beyond exasperated. Like, presenting the best case they can mm-hmm. at this point, but, like, left with very little options because she has made herself so culpable. Mm-hmm. Um interesting thing that happened prior to this was that the government two days ago issued new evidence or filed new evidence with the court about a restraining order that a woman in Henderson, Nevada filed against her. Apparently, this woman had found screenshots or had found text messages from Jen to this woman's husband, had screenshotted them, sent them to her husband, and Jen showed up at their house at 2.30 a.m. wanting to confront her. And I'm like, yeah, that's the Jen Shaw I know. Huh. Jen Shaw yeah, from the show would do that. That's the Jen Shaw we see on TV. Yeah. Hmm. That her. That's the thing. And like Eli, to speak to you about this, I heard from someone else's lawyer who is a housewife, her lawyer. I asked him, why would Jen Shaw's lawyers let her be on the show? And his answer was as simple as she cannot afford to not be on the show. It is the only way she is making money. So she has to have money to have lawyers. So she has to be on the show. 
So it really is like a dragon, you know, that snake like eating itself. <laughs> like that is Jen Shaw. Like she created this issue herself and despite the issue she created, she's creating more issues. I have to wonder though, if she'd be better off just being poor with a public defender, you know, <laughs> like it's just, uh, that's just yeah. crazy to me. Um, her husband went, so are they divorced? I mean, not officially. He went with her. Yeah. He, he and the children. They were at the Rose Bowl together last weekend. Yep. So I'm curious to like what extent he's standing by her through this. I mean, I'm about to dig into all of this um, to find out exactly how much Sharif knew and when and how. But the general consensus to this point, and I want to be careful, but there seem to be clues that he maybe knew more than he has let on. If your spouse did this for a decade, do you guys think you would you would figure it out? Yeah, if Stephen like eats something weird for lunch, I know. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, how do you not know? Fishing for Christmas, and I was like, "Are you defrauding the elderly? We can't afford this." <laughs> I think I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not giving Skylar enough credit. I think I could do this without Skylar knowing, because. <laughs> He's he's so like innocent and trusting. I think if I was like, yeah, I started this telemarketing business, he'd be like, "Good for you." Is there anything I can do to support? <laughs> like, he would, it would never even cross his mind that it might it might be illegal. And so I, I'm just wondering, like, is she running a business and her husband's like, "I'm a football coach. My wife does business stuff, and this business has been really successful." And telemarketing is like a legitimate business that a lot of people run. And so, like, if you don't, if you're not in the weeds on that, do you know that this is a fraudulent business? I mean, Eli, from the very first episode of The Real Housewives Season 1, every person I know was like, what is her job? Mm-hmm. Every person I know was like, you do marketing generally? Like, we were all, like, trying to figure out how much Coach Sean made because we're like, he must have some great investments because this woman cannot be making this much money. I mean, Meg, you were there. Like, everyone was like, her job makes no sense. There's no way she's making this much money. Like, Coach Shaw at one point had to be like, wait, what's your job again? Because the way she explains it was, mm. it's nonsensical. Yeah. Well, and apparently he's making like 300-something K a year. Yeah, which is a good living, but yeah. not eight assistants. And not throwing $80,000 parties for your friends. And buying all designer. Yeah. Yeah, and even faux designer is expensive. But she was like, they said, you know, she's spending 50 grand a month. You, okay, you're going to go through your husband's paycheck in four months then, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right? But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm glad we have closure. Um, I, I, I'm not sure how the restitution is going to get paid. I was expecting more f- of that from the sentencing this morning. I don't. Will that come later? Well, I don't know. It, they talked about it a little bit during the hearing because the judge, she, when she was giving her statement, she was like, "And I'm working really hard to to pay the restitution." What is it? Six million, six nine million, million? six million. Yeah. And and the uh, the judge was like, how are you going to pay the restitution? And she's like, well, that's actually one of the reasons I was selling merch, by the way, was to raise money for the restitution. <laughs> and the judge was like, you're you're using the merch money to pay this back. And and he's like, do you have any other way to pay this back? And she was like, well, my manager's here. Um, and we're working on it. And he was like, what are you working on? And she's like, we're just, we're talking about it. She was very vague. And then uh, like 10 minutes later, the judge was like, I'm a little bit concerned 
that you are trying to profit off of this hearing now because yeah. you brought your manager? Like the, the judge sign is like not having it. It's yeah. just like this is all like it's just one scam after another. It's and all he opportunism. had her number. Like he yeah. saw her the way I think a lot of us who have been fairly familiar with Jen Shaw have seen her like a true opportunist, always the victim doesn't take responsibility until she is backed into a real corner. Yeah, her, her she started her statement with I am an immigrant or I come from immigrants or something blah 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 and it's like, "Oh, yeah, we're do, we're doing the victim. Like we're going to paint ourselves as a victim somehow. That's what the whole purpose of this statement is." Yeah. And he she didn't also, buy it. The other thing that made me a little sick to my stomach was when she took a moment to talk to her son and was like, "Mommy is so sorry that you woke up to a gun in your face about when the government stormed into her house to find her. Like, I don't, just, again, like, there's this small manipulation of so her trying to turn that story about, like, yeah, do you remember how the government came into my house and put a gun in my kid's head? Which is a, a, horrifying, of course. It's absolutely horrifying, but it's also like, Jen, you created that issue, and you are trying to push it off and bring it up again to repaint yourself as a victim like she's a master manipulator in, in a public hearing like she doesn't need to do she can have that conversation with her kid there's a reason she's doing it at this point in front of the court in front of the public it's all a show right yes and it it's like she can't stop herself unbelievable does she still have like allies on the show i mean at I this mean, point yeah but th you know this was filmed how many months ago? Mm -hmm. Like she did. I if Meredith Marks, if you're listening to this, and you better be, <laughs> I hope this is enough proof for you to stop being Jen's friend. Because Meredith keeps being like, well, until she like Meredith came in hot and was like, Jen's absolutely guilty, and then she changed her tune. Eli and was like, well, let's let the courts decide. And if but this recently the finale preview, we do have Meredith saying. Well, if Jen is guilty, she ruined life and she did an awful thing. Mm. But at the last reunion, remember when Heather was like, I don't care if she's guilty or not. I'm her ride or die. And I was like, what is wrong with you people? That's someone's grandma. She like made, not only did she defraud, but then she made fun of them. I mean, it's not like you're a bad criminal. You're a bad person. She's deeply a bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, I just found the restitution. Shaw was also ordered to forfeit six point five million, make restitution of six point six four million, surrender thirty luxury items, seventy eight counterfeit luxury items, and be subject to five years of supervised release. Um, yeah, but I don't. I mean, Eli, maybe you know. Like, so do they sell those luxury items and then give the money to the victims? Like, how does that work? If they're they're seizing them, I don't know. I I don't okay. know. I mean, I guess. In theory, they could seize, seize her assets, and the government does that, right? So she needs to surrender to the Bureau of Prisons on February 17th. Yeah. She asked to be sent to a certain prison. John's like, no, I'm going to send you just to a Texas, general area. Why does she want to go to Texas? Well, there's this one prison she wants to go to that has like a special therapy program, and it's a minimum security, mm. um, and I think it's like, kind of a nicer prison and the judge was like nah i'll send you generally to texas but you don't get to specify which prison which fair hmm. fascinating um 
I don't know. I think the other thing that really bummed me out about her today was her excuse of saying, you know, I've had this mental, like, I'm not mentally well. And she said, I've had a long-standing untreated mental issues causing me to create my own fractured reality. Mm-hmm. But we saw her in therapy, Meg. Yeah. So I'm like, you have, this, and that was months ago. So but you continued after that to still, like, we see that you're in therapy. So clearly, you know, she's also for, mu- like, for two seasons have been like, I'm in active therapy. So I'm sort of like, is this untreated or is this a great excuse again? I just don't, I, the greatest shame of my life mm-hmm. is how much I the gen shop. <laughs> hmm. like, I'll see myself out. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Another interesting point that they brought up in court today was that there were people in this scheme who were sentenced while she was still participating. Like, she knew that this might catch up with her, and she just kept doing it. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm like, yeah, you were delusional. That doesn't mean you're not a bad person. Mm-hmm. Two things can be true. Two things can be true. The other thing that came out of today that I was like, wow, this is a lot more nefarious than I realized, was they were selling nothing. Like, they literally just took money and gave nothing back. Like, I don't know why I thought they were selling something that you had to access and you could get it if you try hard enough, but they were truly selling just nothing. That's what I thought, too. Um, yeah, so... So that that's why they end up with crying 80-year-olds on the phone, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, because these 80-year-olds are like, where's this like website you were going to set up for me? You know, mm-hmm. you're supposed to be helping me with my business and they just kept ghosting them mm-hmm. and taking more money from them until they had literally nothing left. That's so awful. And the defense attorney tried to claim there was a point where Jen was offering seminars and actual business coaching and the judge was like, what, for like a minute? Mm-hmm. Before it just turned into a complete scam. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you're Jen Shaw, what are you doing between now and February seventeenth? Getting affairs in order. What is that? I don't even. know. I mean, what does someone do? You know. How old are her children? Omar is in high school. Twenty-eight, right? Yeah. Sixteen and twenty-eight. And one of them's in medical school. The older one. Yeah, Omar was trying to get in medical school, and I, I think. No, Sharif Jr. is trying to get him out of school. school. And Omar, I think, is graduating from high school this year. And has a football scholarship. Okay. So at least he's out of the house, you know? I mean... Yeah. It, How embarrassing for the kids. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm interested to look into the Sharif stuff and see what what happens. It's it's a mess, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a mess. And, I mean, it's, she's wondering if she messed her kids up. So great question to ask yourself at this point mm-hmm. i think i i can proffer an answer and say yeah you probably did well i mean just being a kid of somebody on the real housewives in the first place would be a challenge absolutely oh yeah um and then what do you think is more embarrassing her amazing line being written for herself or her her luxury items being counterfeit I mean, the luxury items, obviously. <laughs> I, what what truth did we get out of the sentencing that you're like, wow, that's the most embarrassing? Like, not that she's a fraudulent person, of course, but, like, what detail do you think is most embarrassing for Jen Shaw? Why would she agree to say that line? I just... I... <sighs> when she called herself an ally, that's when I was like, all right, 
I'm done. I can't with you. Like, I have no sympathy left for you Mm -hmm. at all. Especially because several of the women from that show have been, like, actively out (laughs) at events, like, speaking and giving their time. I have never seen... I'm I'm a in the LGBTQ community in Utah. I have never seen Jen Shaw show up to anything. <laughs> the the responses so inners let's see who was there was a live tweet and now I'm forgetting the name but you know he's live tweeting and the responses to that in particular were so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, all these gays were posting pictures of like ex homosexual me right now and like why are you dragging us into this mm-hmm. and it was like it was pretty great because she's clearly not an ally. She's never done anything. For anybody other than herself. Yeah. So um, good riddance, I think, is what I have to say. So she's off the show. We won't see her. Won't on see it her again. at the reunion. She's done. And why is she not going to the reunion? Uh, they wanted her to talk about the case, and she wouldn't agree to talk about the case. Why? Yeah. I all through it. When she could finally tell the truth, she decided, you know what? Never mind. But why wouldn't the show be like, well, it's better to have you talk about other things than not have you at all? Like, why why would they be like, then don't come? I think because Bravo would look stupid if she didn't talk about the case. It would uh, look like Bravo was like hiding it. Yeah, trying to sweep it under the rug. Gotcha. But I don't know because Erica Jane went on. She was on her reunion after her case, and she would not talk about it. And she kept saying she was not allowed to talk about it. But I guess I just talk myself out of the argument because erica jane had started from stated from the beginning like my lawyers will not let me talk about this and jen has stated from the beginning oh i'll tell you anything (laughs) okay (laughs) um we'll keep you posted if there's any other news regarding her sentencing um but i think other question yeah sorry you might not know this because as you told us ad nauseum you're not a criminal defense attorney right. but you are here out of all of us you're the most qualified would her would coach Shaw have to pay restitution like uh, is he part of that well so it it, it, de- it depends on their assets and how they're divided if they're divorced now um i mean no he wouldn't be on the hook for paying for it unless he you know if they have assets together, you know, jointly, then those assets could easily, you know, be subject to seizure um, for purposes of paying the restitution. But if he has his own individual assets and they're not married anymore, no. So he should get divorced. He did, but they did, right? Not, I don't think no. official. Oh, it's not official. Um, no. I mean, maybe in secret, but we have not heard they're divorced. That would probably be one way to try to protect himself. Is it too late? Um, I don't know. I mean, it just kind of depends on how the you know assets shake out after the divorce. I, I, it would be difficult. I don't know. We got a question on Instagram. The Chrisleys, Todd and What's-Her-Face, two reality stars, were just sentenced to 12 years and 18 years respectively, and they just defrauded the government, not victims. Is Jen's sentence so much less because it's a plea deal? Uh, were, did they go to trial? Yeah. Well, we, as we've talked about ad nauseum, uh, if she had gone to trial, I think she'd be serving significantly more time. How much more time do you think? I mean, she she could get up to 30 years, if I'm remembering <laughs> correctly. Yeah. Um, 
she was going to be, I mean, that trial was not going to go well for her, yeah. especially if Stu was going to be testifying against her. So we call him Stu Chains on this podcast. It's okay. So, I mean, maybe she ends up around 20 or more. Wow. And that's a real possibility, um, which is why she was motivated to take a plea deal at the time to agree to the 11 to 14 range. You know, that that's how bad. Yeah, that the attorneys are having conversations with her saying 11 to 14 is a good day for you right now, based on what we're seeing. And then they were, you know, able to whittle that down. Wow. wow, wow. Yeah. Um, Eli, thanks. Thanks, as always, for your legal expertise. Mm. Emily, thank you for your insights. Thank you. Can I just say again? I didn't. I don't defend Jen anymore. Okay. I made a mistake two years ago. She was great TV, okay? Mm-hmm. But she's a very bad person. And I'm beginning to think maybe reality stars are bad people. Mm. I know. It's a brand new thought. I've huh. had. Wow, wow, wow. Um, all right. We'll be back soon. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you later.